Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Gregman would like to get him to scamper home. Two on, two out. Tenth inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. Throw by Heathier. Astros win it. A deep dive on baseball. Wade Boggs is a Hall of Fame third baseman. The man's a legend. And much more. He drank 50 beers on a cross-country flight and then absolutely destroyed the Seattle Mariners the next day, okay? <laughs> the number of beers is actually highly disputed. Some say 50, some said as many as 70 beers. Which is an absolutely insane amount of beer. Nobody can drink that much. Not with an attitude like that. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris, the seven-foot kid that strokes it with the acne on his back, and Mike Lynch. Excuse me, he looks really hot. On 1080 The Fan. Hey, bada 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 so we bada. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. I own it, mom. Welcome into the hot corner, for it must be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. Thank you to Coach Cristobal for, uh, you know, doing your thing between 7 and 8 every week here. And now it's our turn. Right? It's our turn? It is our turn. 8 to 10 p.m. And I will say, I was quite happy today. That we did have the crystal ball show from seven to eight. Ah, uh, yes. Because it allowed me to break fast at a decent hour. <laughs> I went right to Little Big Burger with my wife, who came in to meet me. We both have been fasting and uh, got some Little Big Burger. And that was our breakfast meal. Instead of having to wait till 9 p.m., like we've had to do in the past, or having to shove my fat face full of whatever random food is here at seven when the show starts. But that random food at seven was free food. True. True, and I the appreciate money, the money doesn't matter at that point, dude. I was so You're hungry. like I'd pay a hundred bucks for like some celery. <laughs> no, <laughs> look when you're fasting. How about celery with peanut butter mm, and raisins on it? Ants on a log. Get the raisins out of here. Just peanut butter. Let's go. It is called ants on a log. I know. I just haven't heard it called that since I was like five. Well, it's hey. the only way you get kids to eat celery with raisins on it by calling it something creative. Uh, ooh. Ooh, that sounds fun. I still do it at my house. I'm like, <laughs> celery, raisins, and peanut butter. Mm. If I put them together, though, it's ants on a lawn. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. All right, let's do it. That's it's like one of my, I think that's an underrated snack because a lot of people hate celery, but with peanut butter, it's just so delightful. Right, no one hates peanut butter. But I would uh, I would have paid 100 bucks for an ants on the log. Yeah, I was very hungry, and I was very happy that I could go and sit and not have to worry about talking while shoving my face with food. I know it's enjoyable to the listeners to have it hit exactly at whenever sunset is tonight. It was like seven twelve, and then just have me like start. baseball. Exactly. I know that's really entertaining and great radio, but it was nice not to have to worry about that this week. That makes sense. That was your highlight of the day. 
Yes. Also, can we stop putting Yom Kippur on Wednesdays, please? I'd like to have a, a normal night. <laughs> My highlight of the day. Cristiano Ronaldo gets an undeserved red card, sending him off. And then he cried about it. And then he cried. There's nothing better in life than that. Did he really shed tears? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He really cried. He cried. Like, yep. not the expression, like, he's crying to the officials. Like, no, he no, cried. No, like, tears, like, I'm really upset. Off the field, he'd already walked away. Yeah, wow. he cried. And the new TNT coverage is awful. It's super bad. Well, in-game, it's not bad. Well, because it's not the TNT people. Right. It's whatever announcer they got from England to do it. Yeah, is well, it like Shaq and Kenny and them calling the games? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like no, it's like Ian Dark and somebody else. I have no yeah. idea what's going on right now, Kenny. Uh, but like you get to halftime, they don't even show you highlights of the other games. Nope. Let me like, tell you something. And Steve Nash is an analyst. For Steve Nash and Stu Holden. Hey, Steve Nash, I think I'm pretty sure is part owner of the Vancouver Whitecaps, actually. Cool. No Why one. is he an analyst about soccer? Because no. he knows soccer well. He actually played soccer his whole up- upbringing. No yeah. wonder I hate him. <laughs> Vancouver. There's actually a wrong Vancouver, Steve Nash. (laughs) I'll try and find the audio, but there's a one time where he was at a Vancouver Whitecaps game and whoever the television uh, field sideline reporter lady was, she goes up and interview and she's like, what are you doing at a Whitecaps game? And he's like, ah, well, part owner. So (laughs) then just continues on. He didn't, he could have made that much worse on her, but it was like, "Uh you know, I kind of pay your bills. Yeah, the, uh, the the biggest story in the world today is Cristiano gets a red card and Bleacher Report at halftime doesn't even cover it. Also, Juve, down a man, one two zero. Yeah. How crazy is that? Now, that's a lie, Patrick. I actually got a Bleacher Report update about the Cristiano right. red, red card. Because they force it your way. <laughs> right, we're talking about on TV, which is TNT-Bleacher Report combo. Also, they're making you pay for all the other games. Yeah. Like three bucks a game. Or you can pay $80 for the year to watch the Champions League. Thank God Liverpool played PSG yesterday. And by playing PSG, I should say they kind of whooped some booty. It was a one-goal one game. Whatever, dude. PSG's favored. 3-2. And Last for, time I checked, was, we got hey, three points. Do you know PSG's at the bottom of that group? It was a great game. I was great game. completely sucked in. Praise Bobby Firmino. But when, God, I love you. That was a great goal, too. But when PSG tied it at two, I went, that's it. Oh, so did all of us. We were <laughs> sitting at the bar watching the game, you know, at 1.30 in the afternoon, drunk, because that's how you do Champions League. Uh, we were like, oh, of course. Ooh, there we go. Sorry, I just got excited. Timbers just scored. David Guzman. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just got really excited there. My apologies. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were sitting there, and after the 2-2, I was on the phone uh, doing some work stuff. I had to work remotely so I could watch the game. And uh, I was on the phone with this very nice woman from New York who does some IT stuff for uh, the brewery that I work for. And uh, she was in the middle of a sentence, and I stopped listening to her and Ran around. I'm pretty sure she heard a bunch of ex- expletives and uh, a bunch of loud commotion in the background. And she said, I don't, uh, I, th- at the end of the conversation, uh, the game was over. And she said, I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing uh, for your team because I let her know my, I have this team who's playing a game right now. She clearly didn't care. Right. <laughs> but she cared enough about my feelings because she goes, I heard you screaming. I didn't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing. So I let it go. It was a great thing. And I said, it was a great thing. My team won. She goes, oh, that's so great. Enjoy the rest of your week. I was like, (laughs) you lady, 
You do too. <laughs> you get it. Well, you, you get don't it. get it, but you get it. You get it. On the Better You Today text line, Liverpool waxed PSG. Ooh, First half they did, for sure. Maybe not accurate, but, man, it makes me feel good saying <laughs> it. <laughs> First half they ran circles around them. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty wild. And Tottenham yeah. lost. Yeah, Blew it, too, Dana. Those guys suck, dude. Did you see Man City today? No, I didn't see it. They spotted Lyon two goals and lost 2-1. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a bunch of losers. <laughs> Liverpool, the king of the Premier League right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it. Oakley Dokley. Well, we got a cool show lined up for you guys today. We're going to do a little switcheroo here as we only got Joe for an hour. So we'll do fair or foul in the, in a half hour. Uh, don't worry. Story of time will come down to you at 930. And maybe it won't put us off the rails as it did last year. Uh, but there's a couple dudes in New York that are back. We'll see how that checks in. Also, we have to look at the National League West, which I feel like might be a common storyline for the rest of us for the rest of the season as things just keep going back and forth. We got that at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, and you can always find us on Twitter. You can find Mike at Mike Lynch 27 You can find our fantastic producer, Joe Fisher, at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. You can find me on Instagram at PDD085. And there's also the Better You Today text line 55305. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. To start off, why not go? Why not? Why can't a kid in the upper USA, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, win the National League MVP? We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 815 here on Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Everybody likes a little JT in their life. Big shout out to the uh, Better You Today text line. I thought you were going to give a big shout out to JT. (laughs) Well, I mean, I can do that too. (laughs) Big Uh, shout out. Justin Timberlake still uh, making music. Still making music. Even though this song's like, I don't know, 15 years old. (laughs) Probably. Uh, big shout out to the Better You Today text line. We got two people that, uh, you know, kind of dig on the old uh, football talk. Yes. I dig that. Me too. I like you guys. I like you guys. That song's 12 years old. Holy goodness. Now that makes you feel old, doesn't it? Well, I mean, everything makes me feel old these <laughs> days, Mike. That song came out when I was 17. Ugh. <laughs> man, oh, man. I'm pretty sure. Ooh. I'm trying to think here. Um, I was either just leaving middle school or, uh, you know, just entering it at that point. 14 years old. I'm pretty sure when I was 17. Um, I'm trying to think here. I'm pretty sure when I was 17, like, Senorita and Cry Me a River came out. Mm. Cry Me a River. Am I just playing oh, all JT bumpback music tonight? Or? <laughs> well, you're only here for a couple segments, but if you'd like to, go for it. Yeah, if you can continue it on for the second half, I mean, much appreciated. Let's do it, baby. I'm not putting that much effort <laughs> in. <laughs> I am definitely not going to say no to that, if that's all right. Is that okay? Well, I mean, it is partly your show, so you can make that call, I guess. All right, then I'm making that call. <laughs> I like the I guess. <laughs> I guess you could do that. Guess sure. I can't really say anything about it, so <laughs> it's up to you, dude. 
Uh, as we dive into baseball for this is the hot corner after dark, which we clearly have gotten to already. Uh, I want to pay some attention. Compared to last week, we're nowhere near that. Well, we were just like this until we went to uh, story time. Yep. That's when we lost it. Yep. Well, you want to talk about big jugs and things go wild for a little bit. <laughs> big jugs and kissing and. Big jugs. And big jugs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who knows? We could go off the rails in any minute. We could go off the rails at any, any minute you want. Who doesn't like a good rubby action? See, Who doesn't like a good rubby action? See, because I can go at any minute. However, I do want to I do want to start with this. There is a man playing for the Milwaukee Brewers who are in playoff contention and as far as I'm concerned will most likely go to the playoffs. Named Christian Yelich. Ryan Braun. Oh, Christian Yelich. <laughs> right? 2 years ago if you were like name one Brewers player they were like, "Oh god, oh god. Ooh, Ryan Braun, Ryan Braun. He's still on the team, right? He's still on the team." <laughs> now, you know, after a huge offseason, they trade for Christian Yelich. They get Lorenzo Kane in offseason. Uh, they made some trades to bolster their uh, pitching staff and all that kind of jazz. But I want to go out on a limb. I don't even know if I'm going out on a limb. Can Christian Yelich be the MVP? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, we talked about this, what was it, a couple weeks ago, where we tried to take a gander at what the MVP races were. The National League was totally up in the air. We Completely. were like, I guess Javi Baez? Like, that was kind of like, I guess. Still viable, though. It's viable, but uh, you're right. Christian Yelich, who has now hit for two cycles this year. Is Against the same team. The lowly for Reds. For the first time ever under the lights on a Tuesday in an American League ballpark. I thought it was against the Reds. I know. I was just oh. trying to make the stat more ridiculous than it actually is. He's hitting is. 317, 31 bombs, 93 ribbies, which should get up to 100 by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. That's MVP-type numbers right there. Do you want to know what he's done in the last month? Do tell. He's got 20 runs. He's 38 of 107. He's got 12 dingers, 32 ribbies, six stolen bases, batting 355 with an on-base percentage of 434. Well, do you want to hear the updated odds from today? For the National League MVP. Oh, I'm sure it's like, hi, we're Vegas and we love the Cubs, so we're gonna stroke some Cubs egos. Well, it is it's odds. Remember, it's 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 meant to get people to pick certain things. Okay, fair. Javi Baez is the favorite by far, minus one ten. Matt Carpenter, don't forget his season. Second oh, right. plus two fifty. Nolan Arenado plus two fifty. Paul Goldschmidt plus five hundred. Christian Yelich plus six hundred. He's on the list. He's mm. on the list. I think he certainly deserves some play for it. I mean, he didn't start the year quite as well as he's finishing it, obviously. Um, but I think he certainly deserves some play for it. I got to see Baez's updated numbers. He is hitting just 295. 33 homers. Yep, 33 homers, which is two more than Yelich. Okay, so we'll call that a push. 107 RBIs. So he's up pretty decent in RBIs by 10. Plays on the Chicago Cubs and bats lower in the lineup. Yep. So that that's going to have an impact for sure. And then I want to check Carpenter, too, because remember, Carpenter hit like 10 home runs a day in the, in the month of July. <laughs> yeah, he might have 40. He has 35, only 77 RBIs, so really helping his team. And he's hitting 263. 263? Yeah. And that guy's got better odds than Christian Yelich? Yeah. I think Yelich is, well, again, remember, it's odds. Right. So it's not necessarily a this is what we think is going to happen. It's how many people can we get to bet on these numbers. 
So I should go to Vegas and put like a G down on Christian Yelich. Sure. Because he might be my MVP right now. Because I think baseball writers know better than Vegas knows in that sense. Yeah. Where they watch more. The only problem is he's in Milwaukee, right? And he's not Chicago or St. Louis, so he's not getting the same coverage just naturally because it's the Brewers. Oh, right. And there's a bunch of baseball writers that get to vote on stuff that don't actually watch baseball. Yes. But give it to Yelich. Yelich is a good, it's a great choice. I think they should give it to Yelich. Um, I'm a little biased on this. Uh, and Arenado's not having as good of a year, right? I mean, good, but not as good. <laughs> He's batting like 298 with like 30 home runs and 100 <laughs> RBIs, but it's not as good as the last like four years. Uh, I, I, I'm a little biased in this situation because I want to say on this show, maybe two years ago, Christian Yelich was on the Marlins. He was a young kid. And I sat here and I was like, that guy's going to be good. You can see it in him. He's definitely got it. And then the next year, he wasn't very good. He might have got a hurt a little bit off and on. And the Marlins were the Marlins. Didn't they have, wasn't that year the year where they had Yelich and Ozuna? Yep. And one other. I'm John not, Carlos well, I'm Stanton? Not, I'm not thinking Stanton. Because he was, probably got hit in the face. It was another young player. And it wasn't real Mewtwo. I'm not. It's going to drive me crazy. It was another outfielder. D Gordon? It might have been D Gordon. But where they were young and all were supposed to break out in the same year, and Mm -hmm. none of them did. Yeah. And we were like, huh, did we really misjudge that? And then I'm like, no, I promise. Yelich is good. A year later, they all hit. So. (laughs) And now Yelich is in Milwaukee doing amazing things. You ask any. Obviously, they're going to say this. It's the guy on their team. But you ask anybody on that team, hey, who's the National League MVP? They're going to be like, Christian Yelich. Oh, for sure. Uh, by the way, Arenado, 295-34-101. So. Still pretty sexy for a down that, year for Nolan Arenado. But that's right near Yelich, who's hitting 317 with 30 and 93. I would argue that's more near Javi Baez than Christian Yelich. Yelich. Yalich. Yalich. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Y'all I, see that Christian Yalich, boy? I think that plus six hundred is a uh is a is a nice little bet right now if you wanna if you wanna get a little cute. Get a little cutesy pootsy. I think I think it's Patrick's just, opening his phone right now, ready to go. Well yeah, because Bovada.lv. The computer's being <laughs> stupid. I know, mine's going slow too. Uh my biggest thing is like, you know, you know how these MVPs go, you gotta be good all year, but like what you done for me lately? Like yeah. What you look like in September. Well, Yelich is, is looking like it in September. Yelich be killing it. In the last week, 11 of 26 with six runs, three dingers, a 423 batting average. Like, let's go. Today he went two for four. Let's go. Yeah. This is my guy. Let's get the Yelich MVP train going. Let's this do it. This is my guy. He might be more so my guy than Nolan Arenado. Not true. I like Nolan Arenado. <laughs> Man, I got too many young dudes in the National League that I'm all, like, rooting for. Oh, no. You like young players in baseball. How dare you? Well, it's nice that they all play in the National League, so I don't have to, like, watch them destroy my team. Well, you don't like Labor Torres or Miguel Andujar or Mookie uh, Betts? I, no. <laughs> I don't like any of them. <laughs> there's only, I think, I'm pretty sure there's only one guy in the American League that I like that's not an Indian. And that is? You really have to ask? That's not an Indian? Yeah. Give you a hint. He wears number 27. John Carlo? Plays in Anaheim. Oh. <laughs> Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. That's the only guy in the American League I like. That's not true. I like Alex Bregman. Oh, uh, yeah, you do like Alex Bregman. That's it. That's your little man crush right there. 
Can't wait for him to hit four home runs against you in the ALDS. I, Mike, Mike, we were doing so well. <laughs> we were doing so well. I know how nervous you are about the Astros. I just got to poke a little bit because you mm. were so confident about the Red Sox, and now you've got Houston <laughs> instead. Now the good news is we're guaranteed a five-game series. Not everybody else in baseball can say that. Oh, you're so quiet all of a sudden, Mike. Mm. Cat got your tongue? <laughs> you thinking about a little Big Burger again? I am thinking about a little Big Burger. Yum. <laughs> Yum. So good. Better than thinking about, is it Severino or Tanaka? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Tanaka. Although Severino pitched well tonight. He did. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. I uh, I had a little fantasy crazy moment. I am a quick fantasy update because we don't do fantasy anymore. Um... I am in the championship of a league. The Woo! champions. Doo, 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 doo. Um, it is not the, the, the real league, the keeper league. <laughs> I'm not in the championship in that. Uh, but I'm in the championship with my boys back home. And I was super worried on Saturday because my entire outfield and my DH got the day off. They got a day's rest. You're like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is a super close series right now, and the guy I'm playing has won like three out of the last four years. I'm really excited about this. So I skated by. And yesterday, I had just an atrocious, an atrocious offensive day yesterday with everybody going. And then it was about 8.30, and Mike Trout was like, hey, man, hey, just calm down. I got gotcha. you. And he hit a dinger, and life is good. Is that Andy, Andy Polo? Speaking of life is good. Is that Polo? Uh, I think so. <laughs> Question mark. I'm so glad we know the Timbers players. Right, right. Two on Timbers. Great goal, too. I do know the Timbers. I just couldn't see the number or the face. Yeah, that looks like Andy Polo. Yeah, he's super fast. Yeah. 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 Let's go to break so you can watch the goal. Okay, good call. Uh, when we come back, what are we doing when we come back? Oh, right. When we come back, there's a couple of Yankees coming back, speaking of, that... Uh, how much can this influence things, and is this the key that puts them on the right track? That's Darren Espria, by the way. Mm. Uh, and we'll do that next. But first, here's Joe with sports. From Costco, Lady James, it's wicked awesome. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Can't say I've heard that JT song. I kind of like it. I'm interested where he's going with it. <laughs> I think I've discovered what we're going to do for story time at uh, 930. Okay. As we normally do it at 845, but we're going to switch it up. I think I got it. This is a classic story. Classic? Yeah, classic story. All right. Cool. I'm excited. I've, I've been enjoying this, uh, this segment thus far. Yeah, I figured last week we kind of went off the rails. You think? So this week, uh, this week uh, we'll revisit, you know, a classics. Mike, you know this story well. Okay. Anybody that listens to or watches baseball knows this story well. All right, cool. So it'll be fun to talk about. Let's, let's revisit a great baseball story. And then I'll tell you what, next week we'll do something nuts. <laughs> okay. Was it the one that you just read me in the prank? <laughs> uh, that is nuts, although I'm a little scared to read the direct quotes from that for if somebody was switching around their dial mm. and caught three seconds, they're going to be sending emails to our boss. Yep. 
That is and true. angry phone calls. That means I think every three words you have to say, reminder, this is a quote. <laughs> Remi- remi- reminder. reminder, this is not my opinion. Uh, so I think we got that, and we'll do that at 8.30. 9.30. I'm never going to get used to this by it the time we currently go. currently 8.35. All right. Mm, and if we ever go back to 7 to 9, I'm going to start saying 8.30 and 9.30. You will. Probably. And I think we will go back to 7 to 9 once the football season's over, so. Can only happen soon enough. By the way, Cougs, going to the natty. Yeah. Run if he didn't. Uh, there's a couple dudes in the Bronx that are back. We back, baby. And uh, I think it's an interesting time, which is why I wanted to chat with them, because the Yankees have not looked good as of late. Michael, as a Yankee fan, you would agree with that, right? I'm yes, not piling they, on. They have played quite a poor September up until the last couple of days. Uh, but they do got two guys coming back on both sides of the ball, if you may, uh, that could really help turn this bad boy around. And that is Aaron Judge has been cleared to play. Today he played his second game. And uh, Araldis Chapman is back in the mix. Yeah, he just got activated today. So my question is, as the Yankees have... The Yankees beat the Red Sox yesterday, too, right? They did. Neil Walker, baby. So the Red Sox are trying to clinch the East, and the Yanks are saying, "Uh uh-uh, not on my house. Uh, My question is, Michael, to you as the Yankee fan, does this solve problems? Yes. Does this take you a little bit back from the ledge? Yes. Uh, Well, Chapman, not, not so much. I mean, he's pitched great, but the Yankees' bullpen's been mostly fine. It's just nice to have a nice to have him back as the closer. Oh, because they got six closers right. behind him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But the judge thing, absolutely. He's been out since late July, and basically ever since he left the lineup, minus I think a little burst of a week or so, their hitting has been dreadful. Pretty bad. And it's not just him. There were injuries all over the board, and and I, mean, I know Sanchez isn't hitting well, but he's a big power threat, you know that kind of thing. But and he was hurt as well. But today the lineup they put out was exactly what I think they need to have in the playoffs to be able to score runs, which is the only way they're going to win. Because their pitching is not good enough to keep up with some of the other staffs in the the playoffs. But they need to be able to score runs. So their lineup today was Andrew McCutcheon leading off, Aaron Judge second, Aaron Hicks three, Giancarlo four, and Duhar five, Sanchez six. Yep, I saw it earlier. Um... And I'm forgetting the rest now. Tor- think, Torres was in there. I think seven was Voight, Voight yep. at seven. I think eight was Torres, and nine was Jacoby Ellsberg. <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I joke, I joke. He died three years ago. No. Um, I, I, it's in some order like that, yeah. And Didi. Don't forget Didi was in there, too. Um, and Voight hit two home runs. So seeing that lineup all together... To me, and you could exchange Gardner for McCutcheon when they face a righty. To me, that is the lineup that will get them back to where they want it to be going into the playoffs, not whatever this weird offense has been lately. So Judge hasn't hit super well yet. He, I think, is like one for seven when since coming off the DL. But remember, there's no uh, minor leagues anymore, so there's no rehab games for him. These are mm-hmm. his rehab games. Right, right. That's so all bye-bye. It's, it's all trial by fire at the moment. But, yeah, I think I think it helps a lot. Plus, he's... Leader in the clubhouse. I mean, he's been there, but it's different when you're playing. And he, he just has such a big impact on the game in all, all facets. So, yeah, it's absolutely humongous. Stanton did a good job for a while while he was out, but now Stanton is slumping like crazy. So I they need Judge to be back for sure. 
Uh, coming in on the Better Use Today text line at 55305. Quote, their pitching staff is plenty able to beat the effing bum David Price. God, I hate that guy, so no bias there. David Price, in his career with the Red Sox at Yankee Stadium, has a 9-8 ERA. I love how bad David Price sucks. Against the Yankees, especially. He's been actually pretty good this year, <laughs> but not against the Yankees. It's a high price game. It was. And guess what? He was terrible. Yeah. Color me shocked. I saw a tweet today that said, if the Red Sox are considering starting David Price in the playoffs, they are mad. They only t- the only way that he was effective is out of the bullpen in October. He has proven to be a bad playoff starter, and if the Yankees beat the A's in the, in the wild card game, they will play the Red Sox. David Price cannot pitch against the Yankees. Sign me up. So I'm, I'm going to watch every game. If they put him in the bullpen, that would be the best usage of him. So Rick Porcello can go three innings and then bring in David Price? Well, that's the thing is, what would you what do then? Nathan Eovaldi? Well, he's pitched well, too. But what would you do then, right? You go Sale, of course, number one, who also doesn't have the best track record in the playoffs. And then what? You go Porcello, two, who's good but inconsistent. You go Eovaldi, three who has never done anything in the playoffs because he's been on bad teams. He's pitched well since going to the Red Sox mostly, but what is, do you do? Is Tim Wakefield available? Probably. He could probably still throw that knuckleball. What about Derek Lowe? Mm. No, I think he's gone. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Pedro's fat booty ain't getting out of the, <laughs> out of the booth anytime soon. Nope. No, it's not. I was chatting with my buddy Miguel today, who's a Red Sox fan. and He was like, 100 games, cool. Don't care. My team sucks. <laughs> it's the truth, man. I don't know why we went to Red Sox on this, but yeah, man. The team's not good. It is good. No, it's not. Yeah. That team is Mookie, JD, and a bunch of dudes that get on base. Well, it's Mookie, JD, Benintendi, Bogarts. Yeah, I like Bogarts. And Benintendi. He's really good. Yeah, he's all right. Wow, it's poo-poo Benintendi. Alexander Bogart. No, their biggest weakness is their bullpen, which is an S show, and was proven as much the last two days right? as they were up one nothing, and they bring the bullpen in yesterday and give up a three-run home run to Neil Walker. Wouldn't and it, today they take out Price, and they still give up like six more runs. Wouldn't it be nice if we could swear on the radio? Like, I don't need to drop F-bombs all the time, but I'm just trying to describe the Red Sox bullpen, and it's hard to do without swearing. <laughs> That's why I had to slow down and say yeah, yeah. S show. Excuse me while I think about the next words coming right. out. I really wanted to say that full word. Yeah. Because I think it truly captures the Red Sox bullpen. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, the Red Sox bullpen, it's hot garbage. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. The Red Sox bullpen or the Yankees bullpen, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can think of a lot better words to describe the Yankee bullpen. If I could just square. Well, you can do it off the air. No, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the Red Sox or the Yankees bullpen. The Orioles used to have a good bullpen. Now they're Red Sox and Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, got him, got him. Sorry, Joe. That was a great fake laugh. I like that one. I think uh, they uh, set the franchise record for most losses in a season. Too. What are they at, like 106 now? I think 107. 109? They were at 107 yesterday, two days ago. Well, but if you don't play, if you don't play, you can't keep setting the record. Yeah, so 108, 59 games back. 108. 
Mm. Closing that gap. Mm. Closing that gap. Hey, you know what 59 is better than? 60. That's true. Yeah, we'll see about that tomorrow. Well, the Red Sox keep losing to the Yankees, so that's hooking you up. All right. By the way, there is the literal slimmest of slim chances the Yankees can pass the Red Sox. If the Yankees finish the year with all wins and the Red Sox lose the rest of their games. The magic number's one. Yeah. I love that the magic The last two days, the Red Sox have had champagne in their clubhouse and the Yankees have beaten them both days. I love that the magic number is one and the Indians clinched like four days ago, like 20 games behind both of them. I know. It's pretty dope. (laughs) I was saying this to someone yesterday. I was like, the Yankees have 95 wins and they're 10 games back. Yeah. 10. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, American League's wild. All right, when we come back, we have fair or foul. One of my favorite parts that we do here. It's 845, and this is Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. A hot corner on 1080 The Fan. One of our favorite parts of the show, we turn this over to the best producer in the game. That's Joe Fisher, the third. Shout out to Joey number four. And actually, shout out to Joey number two. We turn this, this is fair or foul. What's wrong with senior? Yeah, what yeah, what about Joey number one? I don't know, senior. I know uh, two, three, and four. Well, full discretion, he watches a lot of Fox News, so uh, make your assumptions there. I'm gonna go with I know two, three, and four. <laughs> All right, starting off fair or foul, um, we have some pretty good pitchers in the American League. Yes, uh, we got like uh, si, senior guys like uh, Blake Snell. Um, Ooh, I like him. Yeah, he's pretty good. You've got Luis Severino, Verlander. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a lot of good names out there. Kluber. Yeah, I like there that you guy. Go. Yeah, there, there, you there we go. go. There we go. Um, so you got a lot of big names. Felix Hernandez. But fair or foul, since the All-Star break, has one Masahiro Tanaka led the AL and ERA? Whoa. whoa. Since the All-Star break? Yes. Oh, I feel like this is a trick question. Um, I think the answer is foul. And actually, I should throw out the qualifier here. I forgot. Minimum 10 starts. Okay. Oh, because... Snell was hurt? Snell was hurt, yeah. Hmm. That might change it. Because I was going to say, I thought Snell was number one. He is. But he was hurt. Yes. But he's only had probably like six games since the All-Star break. So with that being said, I will say fair. Because Tanaka has been quite good since the All-Star break. Gosh, I'm watching this pitching race. Because, you know, I got a guy that might be in it. And if Kluber gets a third Cy Young, we start knocking on Hall of Fame status. He won't. Michael, that was rude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You said that like I was like a toddler. Well, yeah. Don't speak that way. You're better than that. It's Yom Kippur. Um, (laughs) No longer, actually. (laughs) Sundown Um, to sundown, baby. Gosh, I feel like I would have heard that Tanaka's been this good. I think I'll say foul just based on... The fact that maybe my ignorance hasn't paid enough attention to Masahiro Tanaka. It's kind of like a win-win. If I'm wrong, then, oh, hey, I learned something. And if I'm right, then I win. Uh, So, um, this will be a clerical error. Yeah, okay, you guys both get the win here, basically. Because when I recorded... We're such millennials. When I recorded these stats, indeed, it was fair. Masahiro Tanaka, minimum 10 starts, led... The American League in ERA. But and since, someone threw tonight. But since I refreshed my stats, there was one person that threw that reclaimed 
that lead. Do you want to guess who that is? And he threw tonight? He threw tonight. And I bet you you won't be able to guess it. But he has been talked about tonight already. It's not Verlander. No. Kluber didn't throw tonight. No. And mm. let's just say when you mentioned him, it was not a ringing endorsement. I was going to say Price threw tonight. David Price. Price. Ten. I told you he's been pitching well. How Ten. did he take? Oh, because it was his 10th start tonight. He made his 10th start. Yeah, he made his 10th start tonight, and he has now has a post-All-Star break ERA of two. Well, that mofo got lit tonight, so who cares? And I also want to say that last week he made a comment about Clay Buckholtz uh, still pitching in the major leagues, and he's got nine starts since the All-Star break, and that's best in the National League if we want to go nine Ooh. starts. Uh, Clay Buckholtz. What's his ERA? I think in the nine games since the All-Star break, it was like 1.7 something. Let me, take a, let me take a gander here. Who's he play for, Mike? Arizona, right? Dang it. I knew that. I was yes, hoping nobody else did. he is on Arizona. God, where was he? Here he has 1.66 in nine starts since the All-Star break. So uh, Arizona's playing. That was the game my wife went to. was Clay Buckholz against Kyle Freeland, Rockies Diamondbacks. Last hey, week. solid matchup. So Arizona's playing Colorado, playing Milwaukee for the wild card game. And you're Arizona. Are you throwing Clay Buckholz with the best ERA since the All-Star break? No. Or are you throwing Patrick Corbin or Zach Greinke? I think you're throwing, ooh, that's tough. Clay Buckholz is still garbage. I think you would throw Greinke, but you'd have to give a strong consideration to Corbin. I'd throw Patrick Corbin personally. I like, his, I like his name. Future Yankee. I like his name. All right, and we're staying in this post-All-Star break trend. Um, Clay Buckholz, fair. Damn, Mike. That's Christian Yelich, foul. Good. No, unfortunately, you're both wrong already. Uh, so one of our guys that we love to make fun of. Luis Soho. Um, Logan Morrison, right? Whoa, Momo. I forgot that he existed. Right. Um, oh, sorry. No, no, Fernando Rodney, sorry. Um, and alarm, when he was alarm. having that atrocious season, Lomo? he... We're talking Lomo? Yeah, we're talking Lomo. Oh, man, this is out of left field. I'm right. pumped. Okay. Or, as one would say, out of first base. <laughs> yes. And concerning that first base, Logan Morrison was the first baseman at the Tampa Bay Rays when he had that absolutely atrocious season. Yes? Yes, sir. So, fair Correct. or foul, Jake Bowers, first baseman for the Tampa Bay Rays, has the worst batting average post-All-Star break in the AL. Oh, so it's Jake Bauer. Z. Z. Plural. Jake Bowers? There's two of them out there. <laughs> oh, jeez. So bad he still hits 220. Um, it's the worst batting average since the All-Star break. American League or MLB? American League. Just AL. Does mm. Josh Donaldson count? No, because you have to get to the plate. Hey, he had um, a home run for you guys. And just for uh, curiosity's sake, uh, National League, Worst since All-Star break is uh, Jose Bautista. <laughs> well, I'm done. I'm retired. <laughs> You're like, I don't even care if I'm right on this second one. <laughs> hey, do you know that Jose Bautista is the only player to hit a home run for three teams in the same division in a single season? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's good. Um, I'm going to go with Samuel Armenteros making it 3-1. <laughs> oh uh, uh, I'm just joking. George Washington? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say foul that it's still Lomo. <laughs> I'm going to say foul, but I think it's just because you're trying to trick us. 
Well, Mike, you should know better because I am trying to trick you. Or am I? Or what? Yeah, Jake Bowers is actually the worst batting average in the AL since the All-Star break. Batting a putrid 160 with nice. 163 at-bats. Wait, so. 160 is the worst? I feel like there could have been somebody that... Well, you got some guys... Someone could have tried harder and like got a better Sandy one Like Sandy Leone, he, he only has 102 at-bats, and he's batting a putrid 98. Oh, 98. So. That's your catcher for the Red Sox. Yeah. But he's just only, saying. Only 102 at bats. So I figured with the extra, you know, 51 or 61 that Bowers was giving us that he qualified for the worst. The Red Sox are going to lose the A's. It's going to be so funny. So from one of the worst hitters in the American League to. Mike that is that, not happy yeah, with me. That, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, from one of the worst hitters in the American League to some of the best. All right, let's go. Uh, I like good players. Definitely some power hitters in the American, American League. There are some in the National League. But is the American League dominating so much that fair or foul, the top five home run hitters are all in the American League? Okay, so let's do this. We got J.D. Martinez, Chris Davis, Jose Ramirez. Yep, yep, yep. Um... I mean, Christian Yelich has 35. 31. 31. Matt Carpenter has 35. Yep. And I think JD and Jose are the only ones over 40. Chris Davis is over 42. Chris Davis is over 40. Okay. So is there anybody else in 40 land? No, I don't think anyone else is in 40 land. It would have to be the high 30s. That might be Stanton up there, maybe. I think he's at 37 or 38. He's got 37 home runs? I think so. That guy's a bum. 34 and no. Mm. Ooh, Joe throwing us a little curveball, little little lifeline. I'm trying to think. Nelson Cruz? Nah, probably not. He um, slowed down this year. I am gonna say foul. I think that there is somebody from the National League that is on that list, and it might be Matt Carpenter. I'll say foul too. Well, Mike, you should have trusted your gut there, bud, because it is indeed all AL. Home run hitters. Um, you got Chris Davis, JD Martinez, Jose Ramirez, Joey Gallo mm. is a fourth oh in my. the MLB with 37 home runs, and right behind him at number five is Nelson Cruz. Joey Gallo is the biggest bum in the history of home run hitting. He is the next Adam Dunn. People are gonna be okay with Adam Dunn because he's not Joey Gallo. <laughs> Possibly. What's Joey Gallo batting? 212? Let's see. With he, 40 uh, bombs? Don't One, get, 190? Stop, don't give him those two extra percentage points. 210. Come on now. 210? You're not joking? I'm not kidding. The man is batting 210 with how many home runs? That's year to date. Yeah, 210, 37 home runs, 195 strikeouts, which is good for third in the American League, right behind Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, oh. Number one is Yoan Moncada, right? Uh, still, probably, I'm guessing. Yeah, 205, but who knows? Giancarlo might take over him. He's only two behind, so. <laughs> That's two. But hey. That's like $300 million. Chris Davis is only at 185, so he he's definitely not leading the league in strikeouts this year. Man. Because they stopped playing him every day. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting is so crazy this year. All right, and I had a fourth one, but it doesn't matter. We're up against the clock. No, so. just do it. We'll be quick. All right. Fair I like f- this game. Fair fa- or just to give you guys uh, some... Some foundation here. I did put some money into my Bovada account, so I'm starting some gambling on some football. But fair or foul? I saw your tweet being scared about all your plays. Am I such a degenerate that I've gambled on baseball three nights in a row already? Fair. <laughs> Is this the question? Yes. No. 
It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Two. Wow. 17 parlay tonight. Didn't hit. 17 parlay last night. 17 didn't hit. parlay? Dude, Joe, don't do parlays. <laughs> I'm only putting a dollar, and it's the returns the sucker, on them are pretty good. sucker bet. Can you do a five-team parlay? Well, yeah, but, hey, the seven-team last night. I don't I, even know seven matchups a day. Well, um, all I missed on last night was just the over in the Mariners-Astros. It was 7 nothing, and I think it was uh, eight, 9.5. No, 8.5. So that's all I needed to hit. Well, at least Chris Taylor didn't send you to the showers. No, no. Uh, but he was, uh, that would have been my seventh if the Mariners and Astros would have hit. So, And then I got uh, 10 bucks on the Cubs the other night in the middle of their game, and that's when Hovi, uh, Javi Baez hit a home run. And So, uh, yeah, I'm in full degenerate mode, fellas. Good luck, Joe. That <laughs> at is least fair. it's only $1 a day. Yeah. <laughs> that is fair or foul. Or a bet. We normally do it every single week at 9.30, but we made an exception before we lose Joe right now. When we come back, we'll check in on the National League West. That's what we got to do. Also, story time at 9.30. This is the Hot Corner with Harris and Lynch on 1080 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.